What's up? What's happening? Welcome to episode 23 of the Yankshaft F1 podcast, a group of American dudes who like watching other dudes drive really fast. Joining me once again, we've got the original crew from an undisclosed location in the Midwest. We've got Ian. Hola. And from the nation's capital, we've got Johnny Gomes. How you doing? Como estamos, amigos? Uh, seconded. So, how? Uh, tell me about your uh, you guys' uh, weekend watching the uh, the race from Austin. How was it? It was good. Um, haven't uh, we had some we had some bad weather in my location, and um, part of it got cut off, and so I didn't get to watch the whole race. But of what I could, of what I could, um, it was great. Saw some pictures of the race. Had some friends go down. It was a uh, quite the experience on there. Austin looked like. Started the day out with some some racing, some 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 footy overseas. You know, it's a it's a great weekend to be a, a sports fan in general, and and it kick start you know kick started all off with a little racing. Can't beat that. Yeah, we are. Uh, you know, we saw Max obviously uh, double his lead on Lewis. Uh, he now has a twelve point lead in the drivers' standings. Um, going into the final five races of the season feels kind of ridiculous that we still have like we've had all of this action this year and we've still got five five more races to go because they really wanted that uh 22 race calendar um and they were gonna do whatever they had to to get it so we've got qatar and saudi arabia thrown in there we'll get to that later but getting to the most important stuff uh from the u.s grand prix let's start it off question everyone's got whose side are you on megan the stallions bodyguards or martin brundle this is tough because I'm on Martin Brundle's side, but I also think Megan Thee Stallion was totally fine with it, but her bodyguards are dicks, and I don't like those guys. But Martin Brundle, Meg Thee Stallion, they're great. I want to get them in a room. I want to get them talking, but the bodyguards, they didn't, they didn't need to be doing that. John, they're on the race yeah, I mean, I'm on Martin's side, of course. Obviously, you know, he's just doing his job. And but you know, the fact so that this is the fact that this has all become such a show t- to where Megan the Stallion's getting interviewed at the, you know, at the paddocks. It's a good at a Freaking Formula One event. It's just you know, I don't let's get put, it. Let's put Miss the Stallion in a Formula One car and <laughs> let her do a lap around the track. This is the then, Stallion. And then after that, we and then her and then her and Brendel can talk, and everybody everybody wins that way. There we go. Between that and then uh, the report of the week, doing a review on her new hottie chicken sandwich from uh, from Popeyes. What a what a couple of weeks for for Megan the Stallion. I thought it was like a, a Martin Brundle asking her if she could do a little rap for us was like the most absurd old Brit, white yeah. British man thing I've ever seen. Like I, it was it was so awkward. But he's just walking around seeing random people and then has to like decide a random question to ask. So. Um, you know, I, I understand why things got a, got a little weird there, but the, the mic drop of, uh, of them saying like, you can't do that. And him saying I can, cause I just did, um, was, was worth the price of admission for the race. I really thought, uh, Lewis was going to catch max there on that last stint, but it was, it was honestly just an incredible drive for max to just manage his tires. He, he knew it was going to come down to the last three laps. Both teams did. So he just managed it where when he needed one last push. He had that he had that last push like it felt like something that, you know, the max of old um, and, you know, the Red Bull Red Bull car of old just wouldn't have been capable of. No, I mean, he had a he, he drove a great race, um, was able to hold off Hamilton towards the end and just like further prove that, that you know, he's done. Every, he's not going to back his way into a world championship. Like if he's going to the world championship, this year, he's going to earn it. And I thought Hamilton, I think most people thought Hamilton would be able to get him, myself included. And props to uh, Verstappen for not letting that happen. Yeah, I, I agree completely. The way he handled his his tires throughout the race was masterful. Completely, 
reminded me of Lewis, you know, a younger Lewis, not even a younger Lewis, just, you know, something <laughs> Lewis has done Lewis. throughout his entire career. That's <laughs> been his specialty is, you know, race management and, and staying calm under pressure and watching that torch be passed from one guy to the other right in front of us is so awesome to watch like week in, week out. So yeah, um, I'm falling more and more in love with Max every time I watch him out there. Yeah. It feels like, I mean, like, it feels like regardless of, of who, like, like, the, the torch will be passed to Max at some point. So regardless of like who wins this year, it's been like an, an incredible battle between like the next guy and the dude who's been the guy for the last, you know, 13, 14 years now is just, you know, blessed to be able to watch them like actually duke it out into equal cars this year. It's just been, it's just been great. The other incredible battle on track was that lap one between Ferrari and Mercedes was awesome we had like all four dudes involved at one point like uh ferrari passed a passed a mclaren and they didn't even know who it was like they thought it was ricardo it turns out it was norris like people are getting blown by i don't even know who it is um awesome battle there i think ferrari uh has let me double check this real quick ferrari is now three and a half points again man i hate saying these half points three and a half points behind mclaren now um, so that battle for third place really, really coming coming into its own. Ferraris looked looked pretty quick, um, thanks to its stupid dryer. Um, thanks to its uh, last engine upgrade package. Uh, how are we feeling going into the 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 end of the year as far as McLaren and Ferrari goes? I, it looks like it should be Ferraris to lose with the extra pace that they've got, but you know it should be interesting to see how it plays out. Still think McLaren's going to get them. Um, I think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to be within probably 10 points, um, obviously. But I think that, I mean, Norris is kind of, I don't want to say slumping, but he hasn't been. Yeah. Um, I think he was, what, seventh or eighth? Starting with that spin out at the end of Russia where he, he had the win in the bag and then the rain yeah. came. It's been, he's just slumped down to to just normalcy. Yeah. I mean, and exactly. Like when I say slumping, I mean, he's getting points. Um, but I still think, I think he's going to have a rebound week down in Mexico. Um, Ricardo's really been stepping it up since his victory. Um, and signs and Leclerc have been, you know, they've been doing their thing still, but I think that I think uh, McLaren ends up taking the lead over Ferrari um, at the end of the season. Yeah. Contrarily to McLaren's struggles as of late, ever since uh, Sochi Ferrari have definitely come on to form like the past few races and, but despite all of that, you know, I, they, they continue to, to keep making these claims that they're pushing for a title in 2022. Like they seem to have their their eyes set, you know, on different goals. So for that reason, I agree with Ian. I, I think McLaren's just just going to end up muscling them out just barely for that um, for that third place. Spot. Not like Ferrari really needs the extra money from finishing third place. You know? <laughs> yeah, they, they can just ask the FIA to give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so moving on to uh, this week in Mexico, uh, traditionally it's been a Red Bull track, like pretty much every year of the like turbo hybrid era, but Circuit of the Americas in Austin has always been a Mercedes track. There's been like an interesting point brought up and then Red Bull was able to take it. So this has always been a Red Bull track in Mexico. It is, does anybody think that that changes? I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see like Mercedes whip out some like just random pace out of nowhere and is all of a sudden you know super competitive and qualifying and maybe somebody you know lewis probably snags pole yeah i'm just um i think i think with mexico i'm 
I want to see Red Bull. Obviously, I think I think we're all in agreement that we all want to see Checo win because I think that would just be that would be insane. Um, and this is by far the highest race above sea level, so I'm interested to see how that affects things. Um, I still think Mercedes is not quite there, um, quite there yet to Red Bull. So I expect this to be a um, honestly Red Bull. I'm expecting and hoping for a Red Bull one two, but I just don't know which driver is going to be which for this week. Yeah, I just don't know enough about the track, if I'm being honest, you know, but from what I've read, it's another one of those where it's a cautious tactically and, you know, everyone's going to be managing their tires and whatnot. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of medium corners, slow corners. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a, one, it's a one-stop race, most likely. Yeah, exactly. Mercedes and Red Bull having the most success out of anyone else in the field. Um, but like Ian said, the altitude could affect things. And I've been monitoring the weather closely. Uh, there were some slight hints that there might be some rain in the forecast, which seems to have diminished. But, you know, it, you never know. there's supposed to be clouds overhead. You never know, so, man. so, yeah, you know, Mother Nature's as fickle a mistress as as any. So, you know, fingers crossed. Well said, Johnny. Um, <clears throat> so this is a point I brought up with uh, with Josh on, on our last episode. but. I just I wanted to touch on it with you guys. We've we've seen now five lead changes this season between Max and Lewis. Um, the last one being Max retaking the lead um, in Turkey and then doubling that lead um, at Circuit of the Americas. <clears throat> and Max had a thirty-two point lead after his double wins at uh, in Austria at at the Red Bull Ring in Austria. Uh, then Lewis got 27 points in Silverstone. Max only got three because he won the sprint race and got knocked out by Lewis. So that was kind of what I thought was the turning point. Lewis comes all the way back, takes the lead. Max takes it back. Lewis takes it back. Max takes it back again. There's is there is there a way that the end of this season with five races, two of these are just complete wild cards. Like I'm really just hoping it's not that we're not going to see like a dud to end this like end the season like a bad stretch of of races because I mean this is like unprecedented. Like as far as like the last decade, like it goes probably back to like Vettel in 2012 with like I guess like Alonso was like who he was battling then. I'm sure we'll see it go back and no one's going to run away with this. I could see a situation where um, I could I could lose it. Just see a situation where Verstappen wins Mexico, Verstappen wins Brazil, and then Hamilton wins Qatar and Saudi Arabia, and then it pretty much all comes down to Abu Dhabi at the end of the year. Um, I, I like I said, like with those two races being newer, um, nobody knows what to expect. Both these guys are very equal. Um, this is going to be this is going to go down to the wire and most likely go down to the last race of the season. Yeah, I agree. And with only a handful left, you know, you, you can really start to feel that anticipation building. At least I'm super excited over this whole thing. And you know, if we were to do this podcast in years past at this exact point in the season, we'd we'd all be looking <laughs> at each other there. like like what are we doing here? You know, so the fact that we're even having this discussion is so awesome in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah, com- completely agree. And and Ian, yeah, to your point, like it's both drivers and both cars are just just seem so even. Like there's been a handful of races where, you know, clearly one car was a little bit better suited for the, the track, but it was still like a one-two. It wasn't like oh, the Mercedes is so much better on this track that Bottas is a clear second and Max is just trying to battle him to get like forty seconds away from Lewis. Like it's been it's been like a clear one-two almost every week let's go back to your point about you you said you wouldn't be surprised if it was a red bull one two this week i did want to bring this up 
hypothetically, we've got five laps left. Sergio Perez is in first place. Max Verstappen is behind him in second place. And there is a window to have them swap positions and get Max the extra points in the driver's championship. Do they do it? And why? (laughs) So you're saying that Checo is winning. Five yeah. laps to do go. They swat, do they let Max take the win from Checo in there Mexico? Is, there is no chance that would happen. Any other race they would. Any other race, yes. But Mexico? You would yeah. do that in Mexico? Oh, was he a no. riot? Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. Mm-hmm. That combined with the fact that he's probably, I mean, he's fresh off what I would probably call his most perfect race weekend of the entire season so far and he's been you know he's been right there right behind Verstappen the past two races in Turkey he was completely instrumental in in Verstappen's success there and at Austin as well he fended off Valtteri Bottas admirably you know you know Checo's played his part he's kept his head down he stayed quiet and, yeah. and you know he just he's just a lunch pail guy he goes to work so you know to see him get rewarded with that would be super awesome I, so, I, so I, I coach's coach's right. son last in or first in last out type Checo Perez just a scrappy one yeah Munch no exactly. absolutely no way would they let Verstappen pass him unless Chuck unless the only way that would happen is is if Checo himself was like hey if he brings go pass me win this yeah. race if he asks and they explain yes. it and then he brings it up that is a very interesting point because that that's a classy, classy move right there. And I wouldn't put it past the guy. Like we yeah. said, you know, I'd let that guy date my daughter, you know, real, real work, workhorse type guy, real team he's first got, mentality. He's got so much rear end. He's got so much <laughs> rear end. Realistically, I think it, it depends on how the, the grid sh- is shaking out at that point. But it, it, oh, yeah, is, I was saying hypothetically, if, agree, if they agree. know they can pull it off, if it, will they do it? It's just interesting because. Like we said, any other race of the year, any other race, take 21 of the 22 races, that exact same thing's happening. They're letting Max, they're telling Checo to let Max pass. Like every single time they want the championship, Max wants the championship. They've been fighting for this. There's no question about it. And there's this one week where it's like, are we going to let this like hometown tie like affect like who's going to win the championship potentially? Because those points, the seven points could be here. Six could be huge. So Johnny, you're not, yeah, like, you're not like your point. You're not in there with, yeah, like, like Johnny said, you're not even there in the first place without Checo this season. You got to give him, if, if that hypothetical situation happens, you have to, I hope it does. Cause I would love to see oh, what, God, what they actually decide to do. Um, but that would, that needs to be, you need to give it, you need to give it to Checo. I, I think, I think they should, but it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't trust Christian Horner to like do the right thing, you know? Like I trust him to do what he what he Mexico. wants to do, and and you know Checo's not his son, but Max is uh, might as well be his son. So, um, I, I I do think it would be it would be a nice moment if Checo let him pass, and all the fans know that. Like you know, like maybe they're booing or whatever, but then then you know they play it on the video board or like when they're interviewing him, uh, you know, uh, after the race, you know, on the on the grid or whatever, and they bring up that he let him pass, so all the fans like can find that out at the stadium. And then when they're celebrating him on the podium, they can give him a, like a champion's applause because you know for for everything that happened. That's yeah. my that's my dream scenario. I'm just I'm just buzzing right now thinking about it. <laughs> oh man! And then uh, from here we are starting a triple header this week, the classic triple header of Mexico, Brazil, and Qatar. If you know the man who decided to have a back to back races 
one week apart in Brazil and then Qatar. Please send him our way because I have some questions. He might be the same guy who's the director of the Gold Cup, honestly. Yeah, no, the, the World or... Cup bids, yes. <laughs> Just um... pockets being greased. I was, it Copa you... Amer- was it Copa America Qatar was participating in? And, then, and for those of you guys at home that are not geography buffs, Brazil and Qatar are not exactly super close. Just want to throw that out there. One week you're in, there's a big old ocean and a whole ass continent between those two places yeah you know ian ian did at one point say that the hungarian hills were in austria but he's actually right on this one that's that's yeah true. Brazil a common, a common not neighbors not neighbors um, i found out the i found out actually who the <laughs> the the uh video department for uh monaco actually scheduled this race so that actually makes a lot of sense that's hilarious <laughs> oh my god and then lance stroll coming around the corner i just how is that even possible like logistically to to, to move these things I don't across know. multiple continents like i just i i don't I, I, I don't even understand like Qatar is like yeah ba- basically asia you can't just you can't just next day air uh, Formula One team. So it's like hashtag they're, logistics. They're gonna roll the they're gonna roll the car out of the plane and onto the race. Like it's gonna be a whole thing. It's gonna. But they gotta a, take all the stuff. They gotta get like the trailers that everyone's staying yeah, in, like no. all of it. So like they gotta like call on the army or something. For, yeah, because like you know I know they you know they'll use like a cargo ship or something, but like. Man, we've we've seen a lot of you know a lot of bottlenecks, a lot of problems going on in terms of yeah. uh, you know it is impossible to ship chains, anything. All that you know, buzz. I'm using buzzwords. I don't really understand it, but you know, logistics, bottlenecks, all that stuff. <laughs> the the Suez Canal. Canal. Suez Canal. People are talking about it. Apparently, Damn it. you know, is that, is it going to come into play again? Are the people are asking. All right, it, it's time with with uh, going into Mexico here. Let's let's do because we haven't, you know, we, it, it's been a while since the U.S. Grand Prix, so we I don't want to go uh, uh, rock star wanker for that. I want predictions. I want I want your your driver of the weekend and and team of the weekend, and who do you think is going to struggle the most uh, this this upcoming weekend in Mexico? I'm going to go pretty basic, but this is what I think is going to happen. Um, I think we're going to see a Red Bull one, two, like I said, I don't know which driver's which, and then mixed between three, um, three, three, five, and six, three, four, five, and six is going to be, um, a combination of McLaren and Mercedes. And then the driver is going to struggle out this week is going to be Charles Leclerc. Ugh, stole my thunder Ian. Yeah. I was going to say, I see, I could see some struggles for Ferrari as a team as a whole for that weekend you know just given their track record over the past season and a half two seasons at altitude you know it could be these are very finicky super fine-tuned machines that we're working with out there so i could see you know maybe some engine struggles or something for ferrari popping up and ruining a weekend or two so who's your who's your who's your driver and team of the week oh i got um doing well red bull red bull one two keep it as basic as can be i just you know it's hard to argue with success. Those those two guys are just so hot right now that you know I don't want to go against them. Yeah, I think I think more than likely Max is going to be driver of the weekend. Um, hopefully, taking home a, another another victory um, for Red Bull and kind of extending that lead. Uh, I've got Ferrari as my t- team of the week in Mexico. So quite the difference. Really? From where you guys are at. One oh, way or another, hey. we're going to have a, a nice talking point next week because one of us or two of us. 
wink, wink, um, are going to be very wrong about Ferrari at this track. So I've got <laughs> Max, Max going in, going to be the driver of the weekend. Uh, I also want to say Checo, but I'm just going to say Max. Uh, and if Checo gives him first place, uh, he he will he will be driver of the driver of the week for me for for that move alone. I've got Ferrari as my team of the week, and I've got. Uh, I'm just going to say the McLarens is my struggle. Where I'm going opposite. I'm going opposite of you guys. I'm thinking this is the week that Ferrari flips the battle for number three, flips the the midfield, and uh, and never looks back. And then you know heads to to the 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 the, you know Thunderhouse tracks of Qatar and Saudi Arabia. You know after Brazil, obviously, um, with a with with a nice lead. How are we? How are we feeling? the rest of the season here. I know you guys both both pick Mercedes coming into it. Is any is anybody sweating yet? Yeah, I think so. Um, because I mean, I th- clearly, I believe I'm a big believer in Red Bull this week, and a one two be huge right now. So, um, we'll see what happens after Mexico. But yeah, I mean that that pick of uh, Mercedes and run away with it this year is not looking too hot at the moment. Yeah, I think uh, I at least totally underestimated how how even the the field would be with with the regulations that they implemented this year alone and red bull yeah. has just completely blown me out of the water they've been super impressive uh, you know to not only just to be on top right now this far into the season but like you we mentioned earlier going toe to toe with the heavyweight that is mercedes all season long back and forth position changes you know they've had disastrous races here and there and and to just come out on top of all that, you know, um, and even Pirelli uh, was, uh, yeah. was trying to do him in exactly. with that race in Baku, you know, you <laughs> yeah. know you're fighting, fighting the world. Exactly. So, you mm-hmm. know, to, to, to pick against those guys right now, I don't think would be a wise decision. No. All right. Well, uh, Mercedes win in Mexico confirmed. Based yeah. On fade. All, uh, all our takes here. Fade, fade pretty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fade all our picks. Just <laughs> fatal. It, it should, should make everybody a, uh, a decent chunk of money. That's uh, that's all I've got for uh, for 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 Mexico. Yeah, I mean, like I said, not every episode of the podcast is finishing in the points, but you know, we're here, we're back. Sorry, we've been, we've been out a while, living life, painting fences, doing the whole thing. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I gotta, so gotta many go weddings, you know, just a, a adult adult life is uh, life gets really in the way. Pain. Yeah, we don't do this from we don't do this professionally yet. So if anybody wants to sponsor us, we would <laughs> we, love we, it. We will be here every week. Once, yeah. once we, we will, up. we will be here. We should be here every week. Yeah, I, I will. I will get it up to to do this podcast. If we start getting monetized to to read, uh, hey, you know, Viagra commercials. I'll sell blue chew pills if I need to, baby. Let's go. Yeah, if you're listening, blue chew. We're we're out here. We are willing, and uh, I'm I'm sure all of our loyal listeners out there in Belgium you know, would love to be exposed to your product that is definitely not approved by their uh, government's safety standards. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all we got. We will be back for a, uh, an, another episode, hopefully next week uh, after the Mexican Grand Prix with a real, real better, uh, better sense of, of where we're at heading to the last four races of the season. Should uh, it, it's been a good one already. Hopefully we're, we're in for an, another five great races. Heating we'll up. You guys. Enjoy Mexico.